You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to the Geekiest Show Ever, episode 57. My name is Mark Greenshaw and I'm joined by my partner in crime, Kevin Older. Kevin, how have you been this week? Uh, doing well, Mark, doing well. Had a few days off, so I'm all rest and relaxed. So uh, with, with that hope that maybe uh, that'll make my singing voice even better. Oh, yes. Uh, we, 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 we are going to sing somewhere on this show today. But you know what? Listeners are just going to have to listen through to the whole show. And I mean the whole show. No fast forwarding, no jump into a chapter. We don't do chapters here. That's too much work. <laughs> you and, know? And, as they say, we don't need no stinking chapters, man. <laughs> nah, absolutely not. Oh, dear. Well, it's good to hear that you've had a, a little bit of br- a break from work. It's always good to have a, a break. Have you done anything particularly special? Uh, we took the family and went down to one of the uh, local caverns, uh, underground caverns called uh, Shenandoah Caverns. And I'll give them a quick shout out. It's a great, uh, great place to go. Take the family. Nice day trip. Um, the kids had never been down in the ca- in any caverns before. I've been down in caverns several times because there are several of them in the general area where we live. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were really, really quite impressed with it. You know, you get down, I said, okay, now you all got to realize we're down about 230 feet, I think it is, at the lowest point. And they were like, wow, we're that far underground? I went, yeah. And I said, look, and Daddy has no cell service, <laughs> so I can't so I can't do anything. Incredible, isn't it? Now – You've yeah. got no cell service. What what happens if you need to go to the toilet, Kevin? Uh, you find a rock and hope nobody peeks. Because <laughs> <laughs> it will make an odd formation. <laughs> I hope they've got some leaves available that you can uh, do the old natural swipe. Uh, and, of course, if you listen to episode 56, you understand why I brought that toilet humor back in (laughs) we went a little bit crazy on that and you know what we got feedback but no one mentioned anything about the toilet topic it's like i don't know maybe they were switched off so um you know maybe they did we're a couple of minutes in i'm sure they're switching off in droves now that's well you know that sort of indicates that we've got hundreds possibly thousands of listeners you know hanging on to each and every single word we have and i doubt we do because you know what? Scott gave us feedback. You know, I'm getting disappointed in our listeners. Either there are no <laughs> listeners, <laughs> which I know, is probably I, more in line with what, you know, is actually true, or they just they don't want to give us feedback. Well, I get some feedback in person. I, I will oh, have to say good. that. That's good. Some, some of my local friends that uh, I do know, uh, you know, in real life or in meat spaces, you might say, have said a couple times, hey, listen to the show. Um, you know, liked it and all that, which thank you all very much for those of you that are listening right Absolutely. now. Um, and they gave me feedback and, uh, they're all, they're interested in where we're going. I haven't heard any feedback on last week's episode yet because I haven't seen a lot of those people. So we'll see what they have to say. Maybe they have feedback on where we went with the toilet humor last week. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And certainly with podcasts, you'd know yourself been a big podcast listener it, you know, if you have enough podcasts, you can take a month before you can get to what we consider the latest episode. So, um, you know, certainly, even if you're listening to the show and you're listening a month, even three months down the track, you know, new people come on all the time and pick up a new show. Uh, you know, just send us an email or something about a topic and we'll reference back to it and, and have a bit of a chat about it. We'd love to hear from you. So, uh 
If you're listening, uh, just send us a, an email at help at everydaymaxsupport.com. Now, Kevin, let's listen to Scott's feedback, and then we'll have a bit of discussion about his views and opinion. Okay. Okay, Mark. Uh, this one I have to dispute you on. You cannot have Apple just giving away their money to charities and co- and fixing world problems because that money isn't just theirs. I mean, it is theirs, but it also belongs to the shareholders. I mean, they are a publicly owned company. You can't you can't do that. They would be sued out of existence. I know what you're saying. I understand your sentiment. And if they were a private company who owned all their own money, the reason why they were able to come back from the debt, I mean, you you understand how it works. People invest in you so that you have cash to do the things that you need to do. And because of that, they have a stake in the decisions that your company makes. And never, they're never going to agree. It's a, it's capitalism. It's a for-profit company. They're never going to agree in you know, you'd have to get all your shareholders to agree that solving the world's problems is what we want to do. Obviously, as a human being, it would be great to see, but it can't happen. Legally, they would go, they'd be held accountable. It just, they can't do it. They cannot operate that way. It's impossible. Anyway, that's my feedback. Now you can rant about me for three or four episodes. Talk to you later. P.S. I do agree with you on the uh, mankind needs to start working for the benefit of mankind and not for themselves anymore. However, unfortunately, human nature dictates that this won't happen. But yeah, I totally agree with you there. And I agree that people should give money away. The Bill Gates thing is a great example, but that's his personal money. He's beholden to no one as to what he does with it. So anyway, later. Okay, so we've just heard Scott's feedback. Kevin, what do you think about it? He's all full of it. That's all I can know. (laughs) (laughs) Is, is that no. an edit point? Or, no, we, we, I don't edit this show much. I must admit, I edit not another Mac podcast severely. But this show, we can say anything and get away with it. We're cool. That's right. No, uh, I, I understand what Scott's saying, you know, talking about, um, you know, how Apple can't just give their money because they're a publicly traded company. But they can, um, unless I'm mistaken, they can make charitable contributions uh, they don't. They maybe can't pick something and start a charity, but they can make small charitable contributions. Granted, I'm no stock attorney. I'm no corporate attorney or either one. Maybe one of our listeners out there that is would like to weigh in on that. Um, but you know, I I still would like to see like you. I would like to see something. And I know, as he also says, Bill Gates, you know, was giving away his own money. But you know, I I don't know. I, I'll disagree with Scott a little bit and agree with him a little bit. I'll, I'll sit on the fence this time. I won't jump on your side and I won't jump on his <laughs> side. I'll just watch you two bat, uh, battle with spitballs back and forth on this one. <laughs> and you know what? In all honesty, I do agree with Scott to a certain level and amount like you do. You know, I personally don't know much about stocks and trading, but I know the the basics and understand the limitations imposed when you become a private, uh, sorry, a publicly held company versus a, a privately held company. I just don't agree with Apple changing their approach after so many years, though. You know, they they never paid dividends since Steve Jobs came back, uh, and unfortunately now with his passing, you're starting to see a change. And I'm just wondering why are they starting to do this now. What's what's the ultimate point? And I don't see a point. I still believe that shareholders' money 
is their original investment. And if they want to get their money back, they need to sell their shares. Whether they lose on the deal or whether they make a profit on the deal, that's their problem. I just don't understand and believe in, in the whole dividends. And well, go ahead. I'm uh, uh, sorry, to uh, sorry to interrupt. I was going to say, you know, I wonder if it's, and I, I don't want this to sound negative, it's as much as Tim Cook trying to put his stamp on where the company's going mm -hmm. as um, uh, Steve Ballmer changed things and put his stamp on Microsoft when Bill left. Of course, Bill didn't go as far out as, as uh, Jobs has left. You know, mm -hmm. God rest his soul, the man's passed away. So, I'm, you know, I'm wondering if that has a little bit to do with it, you know? I, I don't know. It's just a thought. Yeah, and, and definitely there's some validity there. Um, you know, obviously he's he has to, you know, be his own independent CEO. He cannot be influenced. And I, I believe it was either in the Steve Jobs biography, I think, um, or it was in, in just other news that has come through that Steve Jobs did not want, you know, the, the executives at Apple to say, what would Steve do? And then follow that. He wanted them to think for themselves and move forward. So, look, hopefully there is a logic there. I, I just look at things that we're looking at in our future. And if I'm to go way out there and reference, say, the singularity or the, the merging of technology with the human race, I believe a company like Apple is really at the forefront of you know, technology and, and evolution and actually bringing that singularity closer simply because of their wealth that they have. I mean, the whole topic of, you know, can we be a singular being and, and merge man with machine, not only is that going to take decades to develop, but it's going to take an immense amount of money that only some companies in this world actually have access to, and, you know, money and resources. So I, I sort of look at that, and I, I suppose, again, as I said last week, I just want the Star Trek universe where we all work for the better of mankind. And, you know, let, let's go back in history for a bit. If we throw out the uh, sort of aliens built the pyramid theory and so forth, we can talk about that on another show because it's a very detailed <laughs> and interesting topic. But it, if we throw out that and we say man actually built the pyramids with very simple tools and they all collectively work together and to achieve something, imagine if we did that today what man could achieve, what we could achieve as a human race. I don't think we could even imagine, to be quite honest, I'm asking you to imagine, but I don't think we could imagine what's actually possible. I think if we all work together and, and just, you know, it, it would be so wonderful. You know, I, I just, maybe I'm naive and I've got my head stuck in, you know, a hole, but... It, it just feels well, as long as it's not stuck in your keister, that's all right. Well, I was going to say that, and then I pulled back, and um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remembered. Oh, yeah, I can say anything on this show; it's explicit. Um, but you just look at it and you think, you know, and that, that's just one example of mankind coming together for the greater good and and working for one goal in mind. And we'd never do that now, you know. It, it, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, you know, certainly the human race has, has spread out in knowledge base and and so forth in what people are particularly interested in. So we have expanded, but if we're not working together, where's that expansion going to lead us? Are we going to get to somewhere like the singularity of man and machine 
in enough time before all of us will say bye-bye to this world and this earth and, and won't be back. It's interesting. And it, it's just one of those interesting theories. And the only reason why I bring it up, and it's completely off topic, <laughs> uh, to, to Apple giving their money away. But it, it just, Apple's one of the, the wealthiest companies out there now. And they, sh- you know, fuck shareholders. <laughs> There's the explicit <laughs> tag being used to the extreme. Use the money to, you know, forward us, move us forward. You know, if you give away half your wealth, yeah, okay, maybe you can earn it back. But if you didn't give that money away, we could be maybe a year ahead technology-wise, research-wise, into, you know, fixing stuff. And, you know, I referenced that, you know, maybe they should start doing, like, eye hospitals and, and so forth. And I mentioned it again on NAMP as well last week, you know, that, you know, their leader, Steve Jobs, their founder, one of their founders, I should say, you know, died of cancer. What better way to pump all that money into cancer research, find a cure for cancer, rather than giving it back to shareholders? I'm sorry, but I, I just don't agree with giving money back to shareholders who has no interest, 90% of them have no interest in Apple. All they, all well, they care about is making money. Well, either that or they're trying to tuck a little bit away into their retirement. But, you know, that's a whole different story. But, it's, you know, it's 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 you're starting to make me think, too, about uh, as we always do when we talk about Sheldon, um, you know, getting towards that singularity. There's an episode of The Big Bang Theory where he calculates out that he won't quite live long yes. enough to to reach that singularity. And then he builds the uh, virtual presence. It's the episode that was oddly enough, right. appears on. So, you know, I, I'm i not sure that I buy into the singularity and all that, but I do think we need to work for a greater good for the uh, uh, for mankind. And it's going to take, as it always has or always seemed to in my mind in the past, it's going to take um, some horrific something. I don't know what it is, whether it's the the disease that wipes out thirty five you know seventy five percent of the population or or something like that to get everybody on the same boat you know mm-hmm. rowing in the same direction and everybody agreeing just like with uh, some of the world wars where you know you got the the allies all working together whether you, which no matter which side you were on mm-hmm. that's what it takes and I don't know if I really want to be around to see the next horrific event that mankind has to go through to get everybody, but I would like to see us advance ourselves as a race and or a being or sentient beings or whatever the heck they want to call us uh, and move ourselves forward and, and into things. I mean, because you get into the whole thing about global warming, mm-hmm. um, and I'll say it up front, people can belittle me and yell at me and send nasty emails to me. I don't believe global warming is understood. They can talk about all this stuff, but I honestly don't believe that we know enough of the detail of the planet's history Mm -hmm. to know that this isn't part of some bigger cycle that we just can't see. Because the cycle. Yeah, I, you know, so, you know, and then the other side to that is too, as we talk about advancing man, man has only existed for a very, very small portion of this whole time being oh yes and it's nothing so, in comparison yeah so i i don't know i have every other species that's dominated the planet 
has been wiped out in an extinction. Mm-hmm. Um, we dig them up now and look at them and go, oh, look at these. And, well, too bad. You're gone. We're on top now. So, Well, all you need to do really is just reference Planet of the Apes, you know. <laughs> Simple thing. It, it, it can change. And, and um, uh, yeah, look, I don't want to be around for the inevitable problems that we're going to have to suffer through before mankind pulls their finger out and goes, hey, maybe we should work together now. You know, and I'm not saying that we need peace, love and understanding and all that crap, but I'm saying that we need to to work together with our futures in mind and, uh, you know, money like that that they're giving back to shareholders, man, shareholders, unless they're a, a mum and dad shareholder, as we call them out here in Australia, where, you know, they've, they've just got a small portfolio, you know, and anyone above just a small portfolio, I don't care about. It's like, no, nah. <laughs> absolutely not. Well, You've made your money, sell your shares back to Apple let Apple invest that money in some good research and, and get some stuff done. Yeah, well, of course, if you and I were experts at stocks and shareholding, would we really be sitting here doing this right now? No. We'd be no. traveling the world, buying <laughs> IMAX for all our friends and distributing them willy-nilly as we go across the planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, that sounds We nice. would be doing our part. We would be doing our part to better humanity by getting people off freaking PCs and getting them over on Macintoshes by giving them away. <laughs> Uh, wouldn't that be nice ah the dream but you know we can always dream and that of course will never happen because some people always like pc and you know nothing wrong with pc i use it i don't mind it but i only use it for gaming so um just because really all the good games are on pc but that's another story um you just generated more hate mail Oh, well, you know, I'm trying to generate some controversy here, Kevin. But, uh, you know, going back to, to Scott's original com- comment and so forth, I've got to love how Scott always goes down the high road and backs the way that the system should. And I'm, I've got inverted commas, <laughs> you know, air inverted <laughs> commas uh, going here, should work. Scott, you need to be a rebel. Join our alliance. Uh, you know, you don't have to bow to that peer pressure. But you know what, Kevin? At least he keeps us honest. Well, you know, you, you say join the Rebel Alliance. I'm starting to see Scott as Darth Vader, maybe. Ooh. Maybe we should have him on and he could do as Darth Vader. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe he is really Darth Vader and we just don't know it. He could be because, you know, he, he wants everything done a specific way. So That's interesting. right. Interesting. Well, you know, he, we might just have to do that. Yeah, we might have to have him on, and uh, we can we can jibe at him in person, live, so the so the audience can hear. <laughs> now that would be fun, it, you know. Provided it, it'd be two against one, though. I wonder if that's unfair. Nah, nah it's okay. <laughs> nah, it's nah. pretty good. Well, you know what? Let, let's give Scott a, a little bit of a break until. He hears this show and then he can give us some feedback and we'll certainly try and get him on uh, on the show. It's uh, I think just the time frame doesn't work out too well for him on, on Saturdays, but we can uh, we can easily change the recording day to, to suit him. So uh, he is a good friend. So uh, yes, anyone listening who doesn't know, we are, we're not personally attacking Scott. We do have a lot of time for Scott and a lot of respect for him. So... Uh, but he does have interest in opinions, and certainly opinions that are valid and different to ours. And that's the good thing about podcasting and, and just doing this and talking about this stuff, because we can all have different opinions. And 
we don't have to be right or wrong. It's just an opinion. So uh, that's true. Now, although there are some things that we want to have right and some that we want to have wrong, and Kevin, you took some geek cred away from me last week, and I'm here to earn it back. Uh, well, let's see how well you did it earning it All back. Right. So number one, I checked out the movie Office Space. Now, I, I've got to say, the movie was good. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, for me, it's definitely a rental and an occasional rental versus owning it. Um, but you know what? If it was on TV and I was flicking through channels wanting to watch something, I'd definitely watch it again. Um, now, one of the, the things that I, I just was really enjoying was that opening car scene where the old guy was moving on the walker and the lead character peter he was uh going you know from lane to lane the the you know lane on the right hand side would speed up and he'd go okay i'll go in that, that lane now and then as soon as he'd turn in he'd stop and he wouldn't go anywhere and then you know of course the left lane would go faster and he'd go across to the left and it was just very funny and just that old guy was just going with his little walker and mm-hmm. it's going faster than the traffic could go. And it's like, you know, I'm sure in the US you guys have traffic as bad as we do out here. And seriously, a lot of the times you just feel like parking the car and walking the rest of the way. Oh, yeah. it's uh, There are many days when I sit in the traffic on the way home on my commute. Uh, as our listeners may or may not know, I live in the greater Washington, D.C. area. And it is, I believe in the United States right now, it's rated the second worst for traffic. The uh, wow. Capital Beltways, the Capital Beltways, known as the longest parking lot in the world. <laughs> um, fortunately, I don't have to go that far into the D- DC metro area, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there are days, and and I have, you know, I have sat there in traffic and had people park, get out, and just walk away from their cars. <laughs> oh, really? Just, wow! Just give up, park, pull. You know, at least they pulled over. I'll give them that. They didn't <laughs> stop in traffic and do that. Reminds but, me of that REM music video from the the late 90s, and I forget what the song was for, but um, they all stopped the traffic and, and sort of just got out of the cars. And, and you know, you see that in, in Apocalypse movies as well. Um, uh, what am I thinking of? You, you see that in, I think, Stephen King's The Stand... Um, oh, it's in a it's in a whole bunch it, of movies. I've seen a ton of them that you know people just something happens and they just stop the car and they just get out and it's just so hilarious. But it's amazing that you've got that much gridlock. Oh yeah, it's it can be it can be horrific. I mean, it's I you know I, other people have worse than we do. I'm not going to say that. So now, now to to sort of quote episode fifty six, if you have to go, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, there's one good thing. Around here, there's a lot of woods and a lot of construction <laughs> sites. So you can go to one of Kenny's, as that goes back, Yep. portable-type loos, and uh, use that if you have to. Yeah, that's good. Because <laughs> I, I think, it, oh, where where is it? I'm, I'm, I probably don't know what I'm talking about here, but it's either in Japan or China that they actually have sort of little attachments that go into your car to, you know, go to the toilet in. Um I'll have to look it up. I, I, I can't remember. The, you can buy some sort of attachment and um, so that you're not sitting well, there going, oh, I wish this traffic would move. Well, I, I, I'll put it this way, Mark. I've been making my commute for 20, 20 some odd years. I'm, the number escapes me. Again, I'm an old fart. We established that a couple episodes ago. <laughs> um, but uh, I won't tell you the number of times I've 
come past a vehicle, you know, it's pulled off to the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what's wrong, you know, because might consider stopping to help. And I'll see some guy standing there kind of with the door between <laughs> him and traffic. And all of a sudden you see, oh, okay, I know what's wrong. <laughs> We needed a biological break, as we like to say. (laughs) And you do Uh, need them. Anyway, let's get back to office space, because otherwise we'll continue down a road that uh, we've already been on. (laughs) It's a a slippery road. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. (laughs) Sometimes the bad puns come too quickly. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Where am I up to? Oh, I've got a mental image going on in my head, and, and it just shouldn't be there. Get out of my head! Out of my head! Hey, that's all right. I still got that one of you in the in the onesie from last week, so don't give me that crap. <laughs> you know what? I still haven't found one of those. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent here, like I always do. I don't know why we have topics and show notes and so forth because I never go buy them. That we always go everywhere. I, you know, I was out the other day and, um, you know, as you know, I'm a big fan of the Transformers and the kids tops and so forth. There's some awesome Transformers tops and jackets for winter coming in. We're heading into our winter season in Australia and just great. And, you know, I just looked and I'm like, where, where, where are they for my size? They don't make them for my size. And it's like, it just sucks. You know, I'm more interested in the Transformers than all the kids out there. (laughs) <laughs> I've got all the toys. I yeah, that's true. The, I even build the cryos, and it's like, oh. Oh, speaking of cryo, actually, um, and boy, we're going off topic. We will get back to office space in a second, but it just sprung to mind. There actually, Hasbro, um, I believe, has the license for Battleship, and they're actually now releasing a whole ton of cryo Battleship type Lego sets. Ooh, these I would have to acquire. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to, uh, again, send you a link or put it in the show notes. Um, or both. Or, or both, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got to remember to do all these things, too. Um, and half of them I always forget. Thank God I've got you as my win man, because uh, you can go and <laughs> fill in all the blanks. <laughs> uh, well, I have, I have a, a big blank, in so. my head, you see. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, before we get too blank, now, uh, okay, so the the red item, so so number one, I watched the movie, so that's one right. piece of Greek cred back. Now, my, I, I will, I will, I will return one geek point. You lost two. I'll return one. Okay, you know what? I'm going to gain one here because I found something that you didn't mention last week. Say na 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 na. Anyway, um, <laughs> Milton's red yeah. stapler was the red item you asked me to look out for. And you know what's funny? I had to watch the movie twice to actually find what the red item was. Because you didn't mention it was a stapler. You didn't mention it was a box. You just mentioned it was a red item. And I'm like, what's the red item? And then literally within the first 10 minutes of the film, I went, oh, there it is. (laughs) Okay, so then then I knew what it was. It just all sort of clicked. Um, And now... There's an interesting note about that red stapler. Yes, and um, I, I've, hold on, I've got to earn my Greek cred. Uh, Greek cred. Okay. Oh, oh my God, I'm not Greek. What am I saying? Greek cred. I, you know what, sometimes, Kevin, I merge two words, word, <laughs> words together. <laughs> does anybody understand me? I mean, seriously, does anybody, you know, I do this podcast, I'm sure that people listen to us. 
But did they really understand what I'm saying? I think they laugh at me more than anything else. I think you and I have talked known each other a while long enough now that I just understand what you meant anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> so it'll take hey, the make- listeners it'll take the listeners like fifty episodes to understand me. All right. <laughs> so at episode like a hundred, we better start the whole show again from scratch. <laughs> Hey, then we can switch over to my southern dialect and start. I'll I'll teach you uh, southern USA dialect, and you can start <laughs> saying y'all and everything like that. Bar, and we can have a real blast. We certainly so. could, and that'd be fun. And an Aussie trying to do it. It's always it's always fun when you get different nationalities and different uh, accents trying to do other accents. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's seldom, yeah, it yeah. seldomly works out well, but it's always hilarious. Um, now, for, well, back to my, office space. for my next geek point, the red stapler wasn't produced at the time of making the film. It was, in fact, spray-painted red specifically for the movie, although the Swinline company who made the stapler did start making red staplers because of the success in the movie in 2002. That's correct. Cha-ching. Matter of fact. <laughs> you you I will all right, so you are awarded <clears throat> one point, so you are back to even. Woohoo! I've so got I've got now, one more too. <laughs> right, so now you have to see if you can get on the positive side of the uh of the center point. But there's uh, uh as far as that the, the red stapler goes, if anybody's interested, and I don't know if it's still available, Amazon sold a collector's edition of Office Space the movie that included the red swing line stapler. I think it included some TPS reports, and I think it also included some uh, old uh, flair that you have to wear work when working at. I can't remember the name of the restaurant now that uh, the Jennifer Aniston character. Oh, that, that's at. that's going to be one geek point less for you, Kevin. Uh, no, I'm don't, old. Don't worry, I I'm can't. Senior. I can't. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the restaurant either. <laughs> Well, you know, look, as soon as Jennifer Aniston comes on the screen, I mean, seriously, does anything else matter? You know, just the rest of it goes out the window for me. So um, (laughs) She could have, you know, without getting, no, I won't say it. Never mind. Just go on. Never mind. (laughs) Let's see how you want to earn that extra point and get on the other side of zero. All right. Now, when Peter, the lead character, decides that he wants to avoid the boss because he knows the boss is going to ask him to work this Saturday... What he does is he, you know, shuts down the computer early at the end of the day. And it's actually quite funny because, you know, he tries to get out there 15 minutes early and he's shutting down and then it's asking to save and then it's asking to sync and it's, you know, the computer's doing everything that computers did back in the the late 90s to just pull your hair out. And, you know, and, and it was really funny because you saw the really slow prompts of, you know, saving a file and it's like, th- this is a spreadsheet file and literally it's taking 30 seconds to save. It was hilarious. <laughs> but, I remember those days. Yeah, so do I, unfortunately. Although they were good times. I, I do have good memories of it. Um, that was back when you could actually see your computer doing something. Now they just do stuff. <laughs> you can't see it anymore. Oh, well, I'll, I'll let you finish what you were talking about, and then I got something else to tell you. Cool, cool. So, and anyway, he's working on a Mac, and this is back, uh, you know, OS 8, OS 9. It was probably OS 9, given the time frame. So he shuts it down, but then there's a C prompt. So he, <laughs> so he shuts the Mac down, 
And then the screen goes and shows a C prompt. And I just, I sat there in disbelief and I'm like, seriously, you do a movie like this <laughs> and you leave a C prompt in? It's, it's like, talk about just not following through. It's like, uh, somebody didn't know what a computer was behind that movie. And actually, I've got to be quite honest, that scene disappointed me quite seriously enough that I kind of went, well, the movie sucks now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it just disappointed me because you, you always want these, these tech movies to be as true to tech as they possibly can. And I, I think one of the, the other things that I see too in the Big Bang Theory, and it disappoints me a little bit, Sheldon never uses a Mac. He uses a Dell. It's a, it's a, um, it's not a Alienware. It, it's an Alienware, which is owned by Dell anyway. Uh, yeah, they yeah, they right. bought Alienware out a couple of years ago. But every time he's doing a video call with Amy Farrah, Farrah I can't even say her surname. Farrah Fowler. <laughs> Farrah Fowler? I don't know. Farrah Fowler. Thank yeah. you, Kevin. Every time he's doing this video chat, it shows the Mac keyboard, it shows the MacBook Pro, and it's on a Mac. And it's like, oh, jeez. You know, okay, Windows doesn't necessarily have as seamless a, you know, video conference in thin as maybe the, you know, guys working on the show would like, but please have the continuity there. If Sheldon is a Windows user, admittedly is a multi, he's a multi uh, operating system user. He uses like seven different operating systems or he's referenced seven different operating right. systems. But the computer itself is clearly a Mac. And it's like, guys, just, you know, do the video conference on the Dell, you know, or on the Alienware, I should say. It is capable. Yeah. It's, and it's, uh, well, it's you actually know the XPS range that they use on the show. But it just disappoints me each time that when they, um, you know, go to a scene showing the, the screen, they show the Mac instead of the PC. And it's, you know, to me, it's just like stick with one or the other. You know, or show him that they've got a Mac in the background. They've got an iMac in the background. Show him doing some stuff on that iMac, you know. Mix it up. That's cool. But, you know, don't... And, and they sort of make the back of the screen of the Mac look like the Alienware. Like, they don't really, but they, they put like a, a spec case or something on it so that it, it you can't tell what it is. And it's like anyone with half a brain can tell what it is, you know. Admittedly, a lot yeah. of people I know in my personal life wouldn't have a clue and, and wouldn't even look for that kind of stuff. But I do, and it's like, yeah, don't piss off the geeks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, um, the uh, the other thing is funny is that Raj, now he does use a MacBook. You I, can tell I, it's him. It, it is. Do you reckon that's a 17-inch or a 15-inch? I constantly look, and <laughs> seriously, forget the scene. I'm like, is that the 17 or the 15? I'm always puzzled. Yeah, well, you know, I think it... I can't tell. I think it's a 17 mm -hmm. most of the time, but occasionally it looks like it might be a 15, so... You know, I'm sure they have more than one sitting around there for him to use, but um, well, they've, it, they've uh, got it, the uni body that comes out occasionally, and then they've got the pre-uni body with the uh, the silver keys um, that that came yeah. across from like the G4 days. Um, but that that was in like the early seasons, and I think they've phased it out now. 
Yeah, I yeah, but he does, it is definitely a Mac that he uses. So so points there. But you know, there's you talk about that iMac that sits behind Sheldon. There's uh, there used to be an, a PC that was like half torn apart sitting back there. Yeah, yeah. And in some of the earlier episodes, there's actually a Mac Pro sitting back there on the floor. You have to look really carefully to see it. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't it sitting next to that PC that was uh, maybe not torn pulled, apart. Yeah, it was sort of torn apart. But when they sitting next to each other at one stage. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they were. So yeah, I have to wonder why he sits there and uses that Alienware laptop when he's got a nice iMac. You know, not that I'm partial to the <laughs> iMac or anything. I've got. To, uh, I, I do. I print. do have to say the Alienware systems are really nice, though. If I had the money oh, to yeah. buy one as a as a gaming system, uh, and a portable gaming system, of course, I I think I'd be in seventh heaven because they uh, they pump a lot of power and a lot of technology into those those little uh, laptops and. Uh, you know they're just very expensive, though. Um, yeah. You know, the, of course, Premiere. I, I, I don't need a lot of power to run Pac-Man, which is the most advanced <laughs> game I think I play. So <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Pac-Man might one day come out with a a latest and greatest 1080p version of the Pac-Man world that you'd have to navigate through. But you know what? Oh wait a minute! Not, you, I take it back. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. You know. Angry. Have, hey, have you played Angry Birds Space yet? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a new one where you actually need to... Um, and Look, I'm, I'm just saying it because I, I saw it on one of Leo Laporte's shows. I think it was iPad Today. And um, so you, you sort of let the angry bird go, and then he's got to go around the planet to sort of hit certain areas and so forth. So you've actually got to go into the gravity field of the planet and spin him around at the right pace to get into the right area. So it it looks very very challenging. It looks uh, like you're going to tear your hair out with it, but um, it's certainly it's adding to the existing franchise, but not screwing it up, which is really good to see. I don't know. It sounds difficult for an old man like me. No, I'm not never. sure. I can. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to use my pong game. So you know, don't don't <laughs> don't, don't make it too difficult on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear and that, there goes another geek cred point so i'm, I'm winning today kevin <laughs> yeah well all right fine you're up to we'll, we'll, we'll call it two o's today uh we, we won't be that mean now <laughs> you know what i was what else came across um my desk this last week was james bond is yet again selling out for beer commercials you know, he's always been about shaking, not stirred. And, you know, seriously, you can't stir a beer or shake a beer. It's just, it, you know, that basically for the next movie, they've sort of teamed up with Heineken. Somewhere through the movie, he's going to drink a Heineken beer. Hopefully he spits it out. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Heineken. I I used to like them a while back. Um, but then, I, I, you know, I just feel that they changed their formula and I just... I. After having a couple of shoddy ones, maybe seven, eight years ago, I've never gone back. Um, But, you know, bottom line is, this is James Bond, and it's like, oh, why in God's name do you have to? And I'm, you know, I'm talking here about the production team. Why do they have to... They they already make enough. The the movie franchise is not a cult following. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Kevin, help me Phenomenon. Thank you, Phenomenon. 
Oh, jeez, I'm struggling with my words today. It's like I've had a couple of Heineken's. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's just... I, I just don't agree with it. I just really feel that a movie should be a movie without product placement. And a lot of movies have had product placements. And I, I think the other reason why I don't like the product placement is because it dates the, the time. You know, if Heineken changed their logo or change the look of their bottles and so forth, then it dates the movie back to this point in time. It's the same topic that we had a couple of shows ago on using mobile phones in the movies and how it dates the movie to that time period. Plus, you know, I don't want to go and pay $12 to see a movie at the theatre and then be bombarded with advertising in the movie. This is James Bond. He doesn't drink Heineken. No, he doesn't. And on on your earlier comment about shaking, you can't shake a beer. You can shake a beer. It's not going to give you the desired <laughs> results, but you can shake a beer. Yeah, it's very true. So it's a good April Fool's joke. Oh, not even an April Fool's joke. Just a, a joke for any time. Um, yeah. What did I it, say? It, April Fool's joke. I'm an I'm an April Fool. <laughs> um, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, <laughs> Come on, you guys. No, you're not. You, you know what? I, I say that kind of stuff all the time. My wife just sits there and it's like, um, you meant to say no, no, you're you're brilliant, you're wonderful, you know, and she goes, Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, who called me an old fart a couple weeks ago? <laughs> but but, but you, you, you said you were. And you, you just you, admitted you were an April Fool, so <laughs> oh, oh, I did too. Oh, no, 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 um, never mind. Well, well let's yeah. move on. <laughs> Yeah, but product placement, yeah, it's it is it's a fact of life. You know, it, it there's been a couple movies where they even poke fun at celebrities who then work in product placement into things they're doing. I'm trying to remember I know I've seen it was it uh I think it was it Robocop where they were poking fun at the the celebrities who are doing product placement or something, I, you know, mm-hmm. they poke fun at themselves for doing it, for doing product placements. And it, it, it's interesting anyway, to say the least, when they, they do then it. Then they do it. <laughs> it just, yeah. It makes no sense. And, you know, I mean, okay, I'm going back on piracy now. You put Uh-oh. too You put too much bloody advertising in your movie and I'm going to pirate your movie. I'm just not going to pay for it. Um <laughs> Look, you know, they're they getting paid, you know, gazillions of dollars, um, you know, to put these products in. And I just, I don't agree with it. I, I feel it's actually uh, destroyed the franchise to a certain extent. And, um, you know, this isn't the first James Bond movie to have a ton of product placement. It's just the latest one. And I saw it and I just went, oh, God, not again. Um you know, yeah. ever since the, uh, probably the late 90s, they've been screwing with, with how Bond has been presented in film. And, um, you know, the, the movies are still good movies, but they're just not Bond. Well, you know, I have to say, I haven't seen any of the real, like the last four movies, I think, that have been out, the last maybe four or five that have come out. And there's various reasons I haven't seen them. Um, most of what I get to watch is Disney films anyway. <laughs> but... Um, that, that's a whole nother that, point. That, that's but why I the, have the uh, iPad, so that I can watch those kinds of movies without the kids seeing. Yeah, well, it's not so much seeing, it's, why are they doing that? I don't want to explain <laughs> it to you, just watch the dang movie! Um, <laughs> yeah, you have to at, do the birds and the bees talk soon enough. 
Oh, 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 God, yes. Um, well, they do that in school for us here in this country, yeah, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you still get um, questions, and, though. And here, here you just yeah, you do. <laughs> Boy, do you. Um, <laughs> the uh, here's here's a tangent. I was sitting down. I was watching on my Roku box. I was watching uh, an episode from season two of Enterprise. Uh, the show, which I I like that series. I know a lot of people didn't like that as far as Star Trek goes. I actually so, like it. I, I think it's good. Yeah, this was episode. Uh, I think it's episode five, the one where Porthos gets sick. I can't remember what the name of the episode is off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was my daughter was sitting here and, and God love her and I do. Um, she was asking questions. I said, just watch it. Just watch the movie. <laughs> watch the show. Just watch it. Stop asking questions. Uh, I, I know they, they just they keep asking, and all you want to do is sit there and relax and watch it, and it's like <laughs> constantly in the background. <laughs> I'm gonna what I what I what I've thought of, thought about doing, and and any parents out there, don't get mad at me. Uh, I thought about just giving them a pad and a pencil and telling them to write down their questions. <laughs> Daddy will gladly answer the questions after, after the, the show. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> or after the movie, whatever it is, you know. That, that's that's uh, not it, a bad idea. Or, you know, sort of message it to you. Maybe tweet you the the, the questions and then you can tweet later on. <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't want my children seeing my tweets. Oh, God, no. I don't want that to happen. No, Lord. No, 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 no. That's not, let's, let's not have that. No, no, no. They, they know about my persona. They know, you know, who I am on Twitter and all mm-hmm. that and and they know the people that I know, and and you know they know people and and all that. But no, I don't know. They, they, they don't and, know the the nitty gritty details. No, because think if they saw some of. Our, how would you like to explain to your kids some of the conversations you and I have had with with Jody? <laughs> or, oh yeah, that'd be an interesting one. And uh, yeah. for anyone Talk listening about the who, and the bees. Oh yes, for anyone listening who uh, doesn't know who Jody is, because um, she hasn't been on this show yet, of course, um, she she's a geek and a, a Mac geek, um, an absolutely an lovely, awesome lovely lady, uh, but she is she can compete on the side of crudeness with any guy you can ever possibly come across, and she does it so well that you have to laugh. But, of course, if you didn't know her, you'd think that it was very inappropriate and it's like, oh, God, you know. Um, but, you know, we, we take it in all good humour because that, that's what it is. And uh, certainly yeah, we, we this week she's on, she's on Not Another Mac podcast this week. We're recording that in an hour. Uh, so uh, I'll mention that she was, she was mentioned on the geekiest show ever and uh, maybe she'll give us some feedback. Who knows? You know, well, that, that'll that definitely get us the explicit tag with her feedback. We know this for sure. <laughs> well, you know what? She might like a show like this because we can go anywhere we like. Whereas with NAMP, I must admit, I am a, a little bit more structured and I, I like it to be family friendly because I like to know that, that people of all ages and parents in the car can listen to an inform, hopefully an informative show, um, <laughs> you know, with, without worrying about whether or not their kids are within earshot and so forth. Whereas... The geekiest show ever. Yeah, look, it could be family friendly, but you know, geeks generally understand that you know geeks may go a little bit out there. So yeah, um, and, yeah, and we had a, a not too. It was well, I should say not too long ago. It was, uh, this is Saturday, so it was Thursday night. We had a local meeting um, 
there's a group that I uh, belong to called Refresh, and they're they're actually all over the country. I don't know if they're outside the country or not. No, I can't. But it's a it, but it's a group of geeks, for lack of a better term, that get together and talk about topics. Um, this past month, we had a, a lady that came out from D.C. and spoke to us about content creation. You know, vis a vis what you and I are doing right now, creating content. But how she does it and what she's done, and it was so refreshing. Um, she, you could tell she was truly one of us, a geek, because of the way she spoke. I mean, she spoke very plainly, the occasional little bit of blue language, but nothing severe. It's just the way geeks are. I mean, I work in an office. I've worked in other offices. And geeks will blurt out things that are maybe not appropriate in all places at times. But, you know, we're just frustrated with the things we do and the things we use at times. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's just the way it is. So that's why we love Jody. And she's a great soul. She's a great friend. So um, please don't anybody think we're bad-mouthing her. We love her Absolutely to death. Absolutely not. And, you know, I'm, I'm like that all the time. I, I do a bit of I, – I have what I call my Sheldonisms when we go out in public. And especially in crowded places like food halls and so forth, I'm not the best person. And, you know, I'll just I, – I, I suppose I have like, you know – periodical uh Tourette's syndrome where I just kind of you know go into ah! <laughs> you know and say really really inappropriate stuff and so forth and my wife just wants to cringe and hide under the table and everything that's you know uh, oh my kids do too so yeah my they're like daddy I'm like you can't sorry say that in public and it's like why not who's gonna and stop me and this and that <laughs> Oh boy, I, I've had some. I've had plenty of arguments with people in shopping centers, but I just hate shopping centers anyway. So it's like, oh. yeah. Now, that, that's another thing about being geek. We're we're a little antisocial at times. I'm not antisocial. I've got Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say antisocial app or network. I said antisocial. Because <laughs> you you know what we had family across last night and oh god talk about absolutely clueless when it comes to technology and they're they're young too they're they're only twenty twenty one and um you know I had no idea I had to fix their iPhones and it's like oh you guys are flipping hopeless I don't even have internet on properly at home <laughs> and it's like oh my god how do you live I know yeah. what, I know what they do the bedroom and the bed gets used way way too much uh, when the internet should be. <laughs> Being Poor bastards. Yeah, I know. You know, lucky bastards. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, now you know what. Now I've forgotten what I was going to say. God, I'm clueless. Well, uh, well, we were talking about James Bond. One being product placement and selling out to beer, but that also had to do with the other thing that I've started playing around with. Okay, well, let's go on that, and then I'll probably uh, remember in a year's time. You know, in, in, in like episode 100, I'll, I'll come back to what I was going to say. So <laughs> well, That's fair enough. We're good with that. Absolutely. So so what you mentioned something about geeks and soda and making custom sodas and so forth. What's that about? Well, I mean, most geeks, you know, they're, most geeks are either into coffee, tea, soda, or a combination, or all three of those. Mm-hmm. Um I, for years, have had... I drink coffee and I drink tea, but I, for years, have had a soda habit. At the peak of it, I was drinking probably, I don't know, uh, two and a half liters of soda a day, mm-hmm. I think it was, at the, at the when it was at its worst. I have learned, though, as I've aged, to cut back, way back. I was a big Mountain Dew fan. 
a ton of Mountain Dew. I used to drink that stuff like it was nobody's business. You, you know, they, they uh, must put something in the Mountain Dew in the U.S. Now, I, I must admit, I, I like it as well. But you're not the first person. Um, Tim Robertson, who's host of the Tech Fan podcast and uh, owner of MyMac.com and the Stoplight Network, which we're a part of, he's also got a Mountain Dew addiction where he's yeah. um, currently in the pro process now of cutting the Mountain Dew down because it was just consuming so much and he was using it just to to really get that caffeine so that on the long drives to and from work because he lives literally three hours away from work yeah um and he you know at driving at night time and that and he just needed that pick me up and he got used to it and yeah so uh you're not the only well, one so they must be putting some you know funky stuff in that mountain dew well at least in the united states as far as i know and if i'm wrong Somebody please tell me, but I believe Mountain Dew is still has the most caffeine and the most sugar of any soda produced uh, on a big scale here in this country. Wow. So that's why that probably why Coke? he uses. Yeah, oh yeah, more than Coke. Wow. Yeah, more than Coke. You, you know, you wouldn't um, pick that because every time you talk about caffeine in, in liquids, you generally talk Coca-Cola, uh, you know, and sugar as well. It's it's um, certainly out here. They always reference Coke as, as the big one. Well, you know, I I like I said, I I'm pretty sure it's still that way. I mean, when I when I used to drink a ton of that stuff, um, it was usually it was in my okay. Let's I have to wind the clock back many years, but when I would stay out way too late and had to be up really early to go to work in the morning. I would try to sleep because I carpooled. I would try to sleep on the way to work. After I'd get to work, I'd get all my work together because I worked pretty much by myself doing the work I did. Mm -hmm. I'd get in my truck, go out to do my work, but I always had to go by this one 7-Eleven convenience store. And I would always grab the biggest bottle of Mountain Dew I could get that was already cold. Mm -hmm. And I'd get that, and I'd get a chocolate-covered honey bun which was, Ooh. you know, more sugar Sounds and more awesome. caffeine. <laughs> and that would wire me up till lunchtime. Wow. And then I'd have a nap at lunch. And then after lunch, I'd generally have another Mountain Dew or something like that mm -hmm. to wire me up for the afternoon. And then I'd sleep on the way home. And I'd get home, get trained, eat dinner maybe, and then go out and party the night away again. So <laughs> It was a vicious I lived, cycle. Yeah, I, I lived on that crap. So I, I know what he's going through. But my thing with sodas is that what the original thing that I was going to tell you about was there is in, in this in this country there are uh, for beer and now for soda there are microbrews meaning these small soda manufacturers and small beer manufacturers um, that make their own and they're usually regional they're usually not you know shipped very far away but uh, lately I've been on a kick. Uh, going back to my childhood, maybe it's the second coming of my childhood. I don't know. Some people might debate that I never left my first childhood, but <laughs> we won't. We won't. We won't argue that point right at the moment. Uh, but I've been drinking grape knee high again, and I have been drinking it with wild abandon. And my wife, although she objects to it, she found me some grape knee high in the old style bottles, like when I was a kid mm -hmm. uh, from the the early or the mid sixties, the way it used to come. And oh, it is awesome. so cool. And this morning, as a matter of fact, after I, I'd had my breakfast and I came down here to do a little work, wasn't show prep. 
because we don't prep, you know, we just do this extemporaneously. <laughs> but <laughs> I had I went over and I got a nice cold bottle of grape or grape knee high. And man, you talk about something that tasted so sweet and so good going down. <laughs> but I also found I'm a big ginger ale drinker. I love ginger ale. Uh, I've only ever had one that I didn't like, but there's a local company that produces uh, ginger ale and all kinds of other sodas. Man, they're good, but the stuff's expensive. It's like uh, for a 12 ounce bottle, I want to say it's like a dollar fifty or two dollars a mm-hmm. bottle. So it's not cheap, but it's good soda. So it might have more sugar and more caffeine in it than uh, than Mountain Dew does. Um, I only treat myself to those occasionally because they're so expensive. And it look like beer bottles anyway. Because um, they're a big mi- – that's what they started in business was making a microbrew uh, of beer that they sell locally. So I really like sodas. And anybody out there, any of the rest of our geek friends that are soda drinkers will know that when you find a good soda, you become pretty loyal Mm-hmm. to that soda you don't, you don't you don't stray you don't stray too far so i'm hoping these microbrew sodas that i've discovered over the last six or eight months aren't going to get too habit of forming because i don't know i might have to sell a kit or something to help pay for my <laughs> soda habit or at least yeah. rent them out a little bit but yeah <laughs> it gets it, very pricey to keep up with it and um but you know what you, you've got to have your little luxuries in life kevin yeah, my little luxuries are getting getting the better part of my bigger income, so that's a problem. <laughs> now, now, Too many luxuries. Question, have you ever been into uh, the Red Bulls and the Vs and so forth, where it's got that, uh, what do they call it, Garana? Or, um, oh, they, that puts, oh. It's like caffeine and then Garana in there, and then they make this drink and... Oh, I know what you're talking. I can't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. You know, the Red Bull and all those energy drinks, I guess because, again, because I'm an old fart, um, came along. I wasn't into that stuff, but I know many people, including some of my uh, nieces and nephews, that used to live on that stuff. And I was like, good Lord, that has to, that stuff's like pure freaking caffeine or something. I I don't see how well, you do it. That, that would kill they, they me. They even sign the bottles and the cans, uh, you know, don't have more than like three or four a day, you know? Um, and seriously, yeah. it's like caffeine. You, you drink too many coffees and you just, oh, you know, you're, you're bouncing off the walls and then you start having chest palpitations almost. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad that I don't drink caffeine in coffee anymore. And you know what? I think I've mentioned to you in the past that, you know, I've gone basically water only. And, it changed. I was at um, KFC. This has gone back maybe three months or so ago. And we were coming back from going to the miniature Thomas trains. And that was just such a cool day out. It was just absolutely brilliant. Um, but anyway, it was a long day and we were quite hungry. And it was you know a couple of hours away from home. So we stopped midway at a, a KFC because the kids were hungry. And of course, you know, you've got to feed the kids. You can't let them starve. And if you do, they just create more havoc and chaos in the car. Um, That's true. And, you know, I thought, okay, well, you know, I'll get this meal deal. And, and I thought, oh, you know what? I haven't had a Pepsi in a long time. Oh, boy. Do you know that I'm back drinking Pepsi now? Oh, you fell off the wagon. Fell off the wagon. And you know what? It's It started off, okay, I'm only going to have it once a week on a weekend. You know, go out with the kids or something. You know, if there's a Pepsi there, great, I'm going to have it. 
And progressively, it started getting, you know, the, the wife will go up to the supermarket because we need something for dinner or something midweek. And I was like, oh, while you're up there, can you get me a Pepsi as well? And it's like, and <laughs> I think about it and I go, no, you idiot, you were completely off this. And, and, and look, admittedly, I still drink, you know, at least a 1.5 litre to 2 litre bottle of water uh, per day. So I'm still consuming a ton of water. But I was off it. You know, and and then they pulled me back in. You know, it reminds me of um, of Pacino's role as the Godfather in in Godfather Three, where he says that you know they he was out and then they pulled him back in. It's like <laughs> the soda companies do that. They they you know you die in a thirst. But you know, of course, the stupidity is that at the KFC that we went to that day, they actually had water as an option. You could actually get water. And I just went, no, I'm going to do this. And I was like, oh, talk about addictive behavior. Yeah. So ho- hopefully well, I can get off it again. Well, now I have to go on a tangent. KFC, do mm-hmm. you, don't, please, if you ever come to this country, let me take you someplace for some real fried chicken. Because that ain't real fried chicken, <laughs> my friend. That well, is nothing well, see, compared to... We, we've got a couple of chicken places out here. So we've got KFC, then we've got Oporto, which is um, Portuguese chicken. Um, and they grill it. They don't fry it. And then we've got uh, what they call Red Rooster. Um, and I, don't, I really don't know what Red Rooster is. It's kind of a mix of everything these days. You know, you can get a piece of corn and, and you can get a, a baked dinner and a tray kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. They just... I don't think they even know what they're they're cooking anymore. But um, yeah, look, I, you know, I must admit that um, I've never really had any other fried chicken. Fried chi- it, it's always been oh, fried chicken out here is always KFC. Um, you know, and I know that there's some restaurants out here that that do other fried chicken. I know even people um, who make their own sort of fried chicken at home. Uh, but yeah, I honestly have not tasted anything else. So, so what else is available? Like, is it franchises or is it smaller restaurants where you are? Well, it'd be smaller restaurants. Of course we fry chicken. I mean, that's a, in my part of the United States, fried chicken's a staple part of the diet. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the further South you go, more people eat fried chicken. Um, we even eat fried chicken for breakfast in this part of the country. Yes. And, so, um, but do, do you eat it just like straight off the bone or do you mix it in with something else? No, just regular fried pieces of chicken. Just eat it with uh, a lot of people just have it, you know, with a biscuit or something like that. And that's breakfast or, uh, you know, take a piece of fried chicken and stick it on a, a biscuit and that's breakfast. So, wow. That's yeah, cool. It's, yeah, it's, um, you know, it makes us think it's almost healthy, but yeah, fried chicken's. <laughs> Fried chicken's really popular. I mean, most of the good fried chicken you either get at small restaurants, in my opinion, mm-hmm. or um, the chains are okay, but they're not. But I mean, we, I probably can't name you a month in the last 10 years that my wife doesn't fry chicken at least once a month for us. Cool. So yeah, it's, it's a, uh, and I have to laugh, and I don't mean to pick on my fellow countrymen that live much further north than I do, but. Uh, my wife used to work with a bunch of people that were from the northern part of the United States, northeastern part of the United States in particular. Mm-hmm. And one day, one of the guys she worked with came in. He was really excited. He was, you know, amped up and ready to go. And 
he she's going, what's so exciting? He said, my wife got a recipe for real southern fried chicken. And she looked at him and she said, what the hell do you mean real southern fried chicken? It's just fried chicken. So, I mean, they were all amped up. It was. She said it was the most hilarious thing. And all his friends, you know, that were from New York and Connecticut and Vermont, and they acted like they never, you know, never had eaten fried chicken. And I'm going, how can this be possible? But... You know, even in this country, there's regional things that don't get eaten in other parts. I, I mean, I, I always laugh at when I go to part other parts of the country and I'll order grits mm-hmm. and just what? watch people go, "What the hell are grits? Yeah, do you know what grits are? I don't know what they are. I've never heard of it before. It's ground corn meal is the best way I can describe uh-huh. it. That's cooked, and it's kind of um, it's got a kind of a thick consistency. I don't know how else to describe it. It's unique. Uh-huh. Do you eat? Have you ever heard of hominy? No. It, okay. Well, that won't help any either. <laughs> you know. You know, Kevin. You need to send, take a picture of it, send it to me on Twitter, and then I'll be able to go. Ah, oh, okay. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> it, isn't, yeah, it ama- isn't it amazing though? Because um, you know, if I threw out something to you and said, "Have you ever had a uh, a meat pie?" Nope. Got no clue. There we go. But see, if I just said pie generically, you've absolutely had pie. Um, oh yeah, you know. Whereas we don't really call it. We we call them like apple pies and so forth like that. But we tend to more have cakes than pie and, and so forth out here. But the the surprising thing is we actually have literally like mince in a pie with gravy in the pie instead of apple. If that makes sense. Oh, oh we have now we have chicken. We call those pot pies at least around oh, here. Okay, well there you go. So similar. Yep. Yeah, very similar. Very similar. Don't buy the frozen ones. They're freaking nasty as hell. But, uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mark and Kevin's Food Cast. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We seriously could go on about food for hours because we both enjoy our food and uh, almost as much as we enjoy our tech. And I, I've got to say, I like food better than tech. I'd go without the new gadget to uh, have some nice food, I think. Mm, I don't know. It's a tough one for me. Although to look at me, you wouldn't think it would be, but <laughs> um, it's a tough one. I, you know, I'll pass up a couple burgers or something like that. Um, if I can get a new Mac or some kind of new Apple toy, you know, yeah. new iPad. Uh, you, know, you know what? I've, I've got to say, if I needed it, then yeah, I could pass it up. But you know, if I don't need it at this point in time, which I don't, then uh, bring me all the food in the world. Okay. <laughs> so. Now here, here, let's, let's see. You've got an entire pallet of Pepsi sitting in front of you or a brand new 64 gigabyte Wi-Fi and 3 or 4G iPad. I'd, I'd go the iPad in, in that kind of situation for sure. Okay, but just it, check it. But, but see, that was Pepsi. You didn't include, you know, foods that I like. So, um, you know, if you had chocolate in front of me. Oh boy, that'd be hard, you know. It'd, it'd be like, you know what? Can, can, can I get the sixteen gig Wi-Fi only iPad third generation and get the chocolate? Oh, uh, what a cop! <laughs> well, then you, you would really love you would have really loved the dessert that we had last night for dinner. It's uh, vanilla pudding with graham cracker crust and chocolate covering the top of it. Oh yeah! It's called a chocolate eclair cake. Oh 
yummy, yummy. You, you know what? We had um, Rocky Road last night for our, for our dessert, and um, that was just really, really nice. I love my Rocky Road. Boy, did we go down a rat hole here. No, I know. How do we get back? I, Kevin, I think the only way to get back is to close out the show. And should we send Soft Kitty? I, I, I think we should because I was begged, um, you were begged? during the chat room. Wow. During the chat room, and one person in real life said, you two have to sing it. I think they just want to laugh at us. I mean, it's not like we don't have previous podcast singing experience. No, Please no, listen we- to... Namp episode, and I don't remember which episode number I, it was. I, I don't know either, but it's the Christmas episode from last year. We we sang Jingle Bells, and uh, boy, that was... We tried. <laughs> you know, the, the problem is with Skype. Um, it's slightly delayed for each of us, so even Kevin and me doing this together is going to be interesting to see whether or not we can match each other. Um, or maybe we should... You know what? I'd love to do the, um, the way that... Uh, Penny and Sheldon do it, where um, one sends the first verse and then the next jumps in and so forth. But I'd have to take the headphones off and just do my verse uh, and my <laughs> version of it because you sitting in the background would completely confuse me. And I, I, I've got to give them the, them credit for doing that live on the show. And I'm sure it took them probably ten or twenty takes because any time you've ever had to sort of do a, a harmony kind of sitting thin you know i remember in school having to sort of do different things where you jump in at certain times and it was always hell you'd always muck it up it was always messy so uh, i've got to give i've got to tip my hat literally at their ability to do that i'm i'm sure it's taken a lot of practice and they they do well, it so well and you didn't say you didn't say we had to sing in harmony you didn't say we had to sing in harmony or, and or in I, even I, a I, tone that everyone you know would like even us on to sing. Uh, no, absolutely you know, not. We can. Uh, and, and, so, and so I, should we do like a heavy metal version of it, or should we do a, a classical version of it? Or <laughs> you know, I think no matter how we sing it, it's not going to be any one particular version of it. But, but, but see, and I, and if we do the heavy metal version, then you know people don't know what you're singing anyway because you know you're kind of screaming into the microphone. <laughs> it's all muffled. Yeah, we maybe but we might want to skip that one. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll do we'll do the standard one. Now, are we so, going? How how long are we going to make them wait? Are we going to have that uncomfortable silence? Yeah. That, well, the other thing too before before we start singing, I will preference and tell the listeners I was asked to never sing in the church choir again after singing one time. <laughs> so I am going to preference that. So don't you know you can only badmouth me so much. I've warned you. But please, well, do you want to, do you want to, how do you, how are we going to do this? Do we want to have it uncomfortable? I can lead off if you want. I'm not bashful. You know that. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? The longer we talk about it, the uh, sweatier I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Another image I didn't really need. Thanks. Uh, Literally, I'm sweating in places where uh, you just shouldn't be sweating. Oh, 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 oh okay. 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 <laughs> I just ate dinner. Really? Just <laughs> <laughs> Have you had dessert yet? <laughs> uh, well, I did, and I think it's going to come back on me. <laughs> All right, so All right. here we go. I'll count. <clears throat> Are you ready? La 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 la. Okay, I think I'm ready, Kevin. <clears throat> la, 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 la. Okay, um, here we go. Three, two, one. 
Soft kitty, kitty warm, kitty little ball of fur. Happy kitty, sleepy kitty, purr, purr, purr. Oh dear God, what have we done to ourselves? <laughs> what have we done to the listeners? All right, hey, hey Scott, um, please stay with us. <laughs> Yeah, got no comments on that. <laughs> Jody will take yours. Oh. Yours. Uh, and Corel too. Yeah, Corel, please. You're one of the ones that asked for asked for this to be done. So, <laughs> uh, And certainly that, I think, has summarized the end of another Geekiest Show ever, episode 57. Thanks for listening to us and subscribing. Hopefully uh, we don't turn you off too much. And we, uh, we have something interesting to talk about. Bottom line is, it's always funny. So even if no one listens to us, we're still going to have fun. So, Kevin, where can the listeners find out more about you and um, chase you up to complain about our sinning quality? Um, they can find me on Twitter at big underscore in underscore VA, where I spend an inordinate amount of time, I'm told. Or you can also go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, and you'll find uh, information about me there. Fantastic. And for me, you can go to uh, notanothermacpodcast.com, which is the same as everydaymacsupport.com. goes to the same site. Uh, and send an email, um, complaints, um, praise, anything you want to do, send an email to help at everydaymacsupport.com. And uh, like we do with Scott's feedback, please give us some, some vocal feedback. We'll play it on the show. It doesn't matter what it is. You can be a little bit profound. Just not too much, you know. Um, and profane as well. Yeah. Oh, God, no, I'm hopeless today, have... Kevin. Oh, my. I, I just did a face palm then. Talk about... <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly don't know where my brain is. I must have left it somewhere, you know, because it's, it's maybe not with it's a, me. Maybe you're breaking in a new set of teeth. That's the problem. So I don't know. I, you know what? I, I could be, but uh, you know, maybe we should talk about zombies on next week's show. And Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> zombies well, uh, yeah, uh, uh, okay here's a question they, are we all just mindless zombies following the man and what the man tells us to do and uh, you know are we followers do we have our own independence interesting oh independence oh, I thought you said depends I was going to say well no I don't wear depends yet that's <laughs> And on that note, we'll sign out from this week's episode. Thanks again for listening. Check out thegeekiestshowever.com. And until next week, take care. And don't forget to hug a geek this week. Hey, Guy, have you heard about Not Another Mac Podcast? Oh, not another Mac Podcast. Yeah, so you've heard of it then. Heard of what? Not Another Mac Podcast. Gaz, you keep repeating yourself. I'm just telling you the name of the show. No, you don't. You keep telling me about Not Another Mac Podcast. Yep, that's the one. What's the one? Not Another Mac Podcast. Gaz, you nitwit Brit, have have you been drinking? No, you big yank tank. Listen. Not Another Mac Podcast is a roundtable discussion with Mac users and experts from all over the world. Hey, Gaz, we've been on that podcast. Are we experts now? Oh, brother. You can find us in iTunes by searching for Not Another Mac Podcast or get it through the Stoplight Network podcast feed. 
If you're a technology fan, make sure you check out Tech Fan, hosted by me, Tim Robertson. And me, David Cohen. We're all about technology. We like to geek out on pretty much anything. If it's technical, if it's a gadget, if it's the movie or the music industry, you name it, we're talking about it. And you know, David, unfortunately, unlike most other great podcasts, we don't really plan out our shows. It's more of a stream of thought thing. (laughs) Yeah. For better or for worse, you listen to it and you be the judge. You know, a good example of that, David, would be this ad because we didn't plan for this. What did you say? What do I say? I don't know. What, is it your turn or is it my turn to talk now? I lost track. I did too. But you know, you won't lose track if you listen to Tech Fan, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>